and welcome to this week's episode of Shattercast. Thank you so much for joining us. I just have one quick question before we get started. Hey, uh, hey, Derek, um, what is Hawkeye's favorite accessory to wear with a suit? I'm not sure, John. What is it? <laughs> a bow tie. Ah, uh, bum bum <laughs> <laughs> And welcome back. Thank you for sticking around after that terrible pun. Today we are going to talk about not just Marvel superheroes, but superheroes from any studio or publisher or creator out there. And what are some characters or teams that don't really have a TV show in the current lineup? We've all seen Marvel in the last couple months. They've been pumping out shows and they've got a huge roster of shows that are coming up over the next few months and, and years. And so we were kind of talking and, and this started with actually a conversation on our Shatter Studios Discord server. If you're watching on YouTube, there is a link in the description below. And if you're watching somewhere else, just go to our YouTube channel, to our website somewhere, you'll find there is a, a link to the Discord server. Uh, I'd read it to you, but they're very specific with capital letters and numbers and lowercase letters. <laughs> it can't just be like discord.com slash shattered studios. It doesn't work that way. So thank you um, for checking out our discord server. We love hanging out with our community and talking with those people. And we ended up having a great discussion about this. And so we wanted to make a segment out of it. We've all got some ideas about some characters or teams that could use a little bit of cinematic love. So Derek, I'm going to toss it over to you. Why don't you start us off? What is a show or movie that you would love to see? Yeah, um, I love uh, the big two, Marvel and DC, but I feel like we've gotten a lot of shows uh, from them. And I have some ideas for that in the future, but I'll say that for another time. But um, I would like to actually see some other comic book universes more well represented. Um, Valiant Universe has a bunch of characters that, to be honest, I don't know a lot about. A little while back, uh, they made that movie Bloodshot. I never actually saw it, um, but I'm interested oh, yeah, yeah. in like a, a TV series based on some of their characters Diesel, there. Right? Yeah, that's what uh, yes, Finn Diesel was in it. Yep. So uh, not sure how good it was. I'll have to check it out sometime. But um, Image Comics has been around for a long time, and they actually have a whole slew of characters. Two um, who are really popular, one is uh, called Invincible. So he was kind of like the Peter Parker of, of uh, Image Comics, and um, he's got a pretty big following. So uh, it'd be kind of interesting to see a series about him. Hi, guys. Brian here. So when I was getting my resources for this video, I actually saw they're doing an Invincible series on Amazon Prime. The first three episodes will come March 26th, with the weekly episodes till April 30th. That said, the trailer looked a little gory, but it's animated, so obviously make your own decision about if you want to watch it or not. Hope this helps you. Uh, Wildcats was their big superhero team, and they had a few others, but that was the ones that I remember a lot. Um, and then Milestone Media uh, was uh, kind of a company. They're now under DC, and they're starting to bring more kind of uh, diversity to comics. Um, they are the makers of shows like Static Shock uh, that a lot of people remember the cartoon from. Um, Icon and Rocket, who's like, uh, Icon was sort of a Superman type figure. Uh, Hardware was sort of like an Iron Man figure. So 
they're getting more popularity in comic books. They're about to uh, do a, a kind of a, another release under uh, DC coming soon. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see some shows from them. Um, I will be honest, so- when you said Wildcats for a second, for whatever reason, my brain went immediately to Thundercats. Thundercats. I'll talk about Thundercats another time. Love okay. that show. Um, so any uh, so a few series from some of those universes would be cool. I would like a PG thirteen like version of all of those because all of those comics kind of push the envelope a little bit. So I would love them to do TV shows, but that aren't too crazy. Um, and then just to land the plane, if I was going to do something with DC uh, TV series, I would love a Green Lantern series. There's so much history and so much uh stuff that can be done with a green lantern series they keep talking about doing various things um so it might be in the works but i haven't gotten confirmation and then finally for marvel um i would love to give some international love to some of the other marvel teams that aren't based in u.s so alpha flight for our canada uh fans excalibur for all of our british fans Mm. and last thing i would love to see a tv series of x-men um, we've gotten a couple of movies of X-Men over the years. Uh, I really enjoy it, probably the first two and then varying degrees of others. My big issue is I feel like for a lot of the X-Men movies, they've centered on one to three characters and everyone Wolverine. else is just a supporting cast. <laughs> and so I think a TV series could actually highlight all the different characters and really give them time to shine. So that's my huge list. What about you guys? No, that's, that's, a, that's a great point. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm assuming you mean live action because Green Lantern and X-Men both have cartoon. They do, yes. Live action of all of those. Yeah, Yeah, well, one thing we've talked about in our podcast before is the way that shows allow you to just stretch things out and go deeper in detail of things. So um, I think that's a great idea because like you said, we have movies for X-Men and obviously we have the cartoon shows but even like live action there's some things you can do I mean there's pros and cons to each format um but I think that'd be really interesting uh I personally I realize this is sort of the same uh focus that it's been on with the MCU but I would love to see Harley from Iron Man 3 and Morgan Stark somehow partner up and and carry on the Iron Man legacy, whether it's both of them working together or one of them dons the suit or something like that. Because we know that Harley has the uh, the genius. We don't know yet what Morgan is because she was pretty young in, in the Endgame, but I think, I mean... Yeah. There's potential there. And Harley so, was at the, the funeral, right? Yeah, Harley was at yeah, the funeral. Harley was at the funeral, so MCU has not forgotten about him. So I would really love to see that get fleshed out for sure. And yeah, then, that's... yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, that's a great idea. In the comics, there's a character, Iron Heart, that, yeah. that sort of took over. And I think they might be making a series out of that, but they haven't mentioned the two ladies that... Um, that you mentioned before, and it would be cool to see Harley and Morgan for them to do something with those characters. So I, I love that idea. So. Yeah. I just feel like it's got a lot of potential. I can't say I came up with this, but I saw like on social media, someone tweeted that they should take Jimmy Woo from WandaVision yeah. and him like 
an X-Files type TV show where he's yeah. the main character. Yes, that would be fantastic. Um, Agreed. X-Files is a little bit dark for probably a lot of our audience, but it was a show that I loved watching uh, when I was younger. And uh, the idea of having like an MCU quirky spin on a show like that right. would be amazing. It would, it would be fantastic because I feel like it would end up feeling kind of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where it would be like right. just just different and weird and, and wonderful. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Uh, Jimmy Wu, he, um, he's in the comics, but we got him in Ant-Man in the yeah. movies first. And then uh, he's been on WandaVision and he's doing a great job. So some people have compared him to like Phil Coulson. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, would, I think that's a great idea. I would love to see a series with him in it. Did you Another, guys see that um, meme of the uh, uh, the best character development in the MCU with Jimmy no. Wu? So in Ant Man, I know, after, I, know after Ant- this. I love that. Go yeah, on. after after Ant Man did the card trick mm-hmm. um, uh, in the house, Jimmy Wu comes up to him before they leave, and he's like, "Just tell me one thing. How'd you do it?" <laughs> Ant Man's like, "What?" And he goes, the "Card trick." And then later on. Uh, I think it was in WandaVision, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in WandaVision, he, uh, he, he walks up and introduces himself, and he does the same thing, but with his badge. James E. Wu, FBI. And it was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, they, they, they don't miss things. They're, they've got, they run a tight ship. At, uh, at Marvel. It's impressive. Uh, what about yeah. you, Brian? Oh, good. Well, I just have one more. Uh, this okay. one's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, but one character that I've just always been really curious about, I don't know much about Brian as our resident DC oh. fan may be able to speak into it, but it, I feel like they could do something kind of fun with Matter Eater Lad. <laughs> yes, yes. I will second that. Uh, I, I really like the Legion of Superheroes, which is the team he's on. And yes, yeah, so that would be a very interesting show. That could be a fun comedy show. Yeah, that's what okay. to something, Hannah. Can we do a miniseries? Because I don't know that I could consume an entire show. No but pun he intended. Could. He could easily consume an entire show. Uh, <laughs> Am I going to use my resident DC fan if I say I don't know who the heck that is? You oh, my goodness. He, he eats oh. matter. Yeah, that's uh, his thing. He can like eat anything. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, Brian. Come on. <laughs> no, it's it's definitely a niche hero. Um, <laughs> you should check him out sometime. He's pretty pretty wacky out there. What about what about you, Brian? If if you could do a a show or what have you, if you could if you could, I want to I want you to imagine for a second, Brian. Okay, I want you to think about what happened with Derek. When I gave Derek the mic, he had like thirty seven ideas. <laughs> he had so many. He. He kicked Kevin Feige out of the chair. He <laughs> sat down in that chair. It was his chair. All right. I want you to be Dave Filoni. I want you to be John Favreau. I want you to be Kevin Feige. Brian. Brian Smith, director of the superhero division of the world. What you got for me? I don't have 37 okay ideas. I just need one good one. One really good one. Drop it. Okay. 90s, growing up, mm. Saturday morning cartoons. I'm with you. Not just, it's not technically a comic book. It started off as the animated show, but Batman Beyond TV show. Mm-hmm. 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 Batman, Batman a director chair. 
I like it. I like it. Who would you cast as Batman? I haven't thought about that. Okay. Well, we have time. You're not casting director. You're director of the show. It's okay. It's okay. All right. I mean, if we're going to throw Beyond on the title, I just feel like it should be Michael Keaton, but um... I've heard oh, some rumors like about Batman? that. Yeah, yeah. I would see that. Yeah. I thought you meant like young Batman. Uh, Michael would be young Batman. Mm-hmm. Terry McGinnis. Can we get? Uh, can we just get another origin story in the pilot episode? Just, just see his parents die one more time. <laughs> it's it like every two years we get a new rendition of of the tragedy outside the opera house. Um, Same as Spider Man and Uncle Ben. Exactly. Um, I actually, that's one thing that I do applaud the Tom Holland reboot of Spider Man is they didn't feel the need to revisit it. He had his own awkward way of with great power comes great responsibility. You know, it was, what was that line? It was like, if, if, if bad things happen and you have the ability to stop them and you don't, then when those things happen, it's your fault. And it was wow. like the, it was like the most teenager way of saying it. And it was perfect. Um, Brian, did you have anything else you wanted to share about uh, your Batman uh, show idea? That, that, that was just my pitch. Okay, <laughs> it was a great pitch. I think you've earned the chair. I think, I think uh, Mr. Faye, you should be Feige, Feige. Fige. Uh, it's definitely Fige. Fige. That's what, it's like Fabergé egg. I'm going to call it Fige from now on. Uh, this uh, Kevin Fige uh, shop at Tarjay. <laughs> his favorite place to shop, yeah. Um, I, have, I have two answers. One is similar to Derek's and one is uh, never going to happen. Um, so I'll start with the one that's never going to happen because it's also kind of a joke. But if we're talking comics and we're talking things outside of just Marvel and DC, then I think if we're going to do a a TV show, I would think this would be a good TV show. I would call the TV show relevant and it would be based on the XKCD webcomic. And it would be like this guy who knows literally everything. And the entire show is him just being confronted with like ignorance every single day. And just trying to get people to understand things because I love that webcomic and it's hilarious. And you definitely, you need, you need the guy that does the comic to actually work on the show. And it would never happen because it doesn't make any sense, but it needs to be an animated show. And he needs to be like a faceless stick figure. Like he is in the webcomic. It could be great. I don't know because there's, there's an XKCD for everything, right? You're on Reddit for more than two hours and you see a comment. That's just a hyperlink that just says, relevant xkcd because he's thought of everything <laughs> anyway that'll never happen so to the realistic one <laughs> uh derek and i actually we talked about this so you brought up x-men uh to drill down on that one a little bit more uh, i was sharing about some of my favorite characters that we've seen a little bit of but i don't think have been done justice particularly scott summers or cyclops and uh gambit i think both of those characters those will those two characters are my favorite X-Men ever and have been since like the old X-Men games on like the Sega or, or yeah. the, maybe it was, I think it was the Sega Genesis that I played them on. Um, but uh, I've, I've loved those characters ever since I was a wee little lad. And yeah. uh, to see a TV show that like you said, Derek, would actually give those characters the time of day where Cyclops was more than just a moody boyfriend, um, but actually like super awesome. And Gambit doing some insane card tricks. 
uh, would just be fantastic. I would love that. Personally. I agree with that totally. I feel like Cyclops especially has gotten um, just really sightline. Uh, yeah. For me, Cyclops was always the Captain America of the X-Men, yeah. known for strategy and leading the team. And I feel like in a lot of the renditions, he's just playing opposite of Wolverine or he's just the guy standing there. And, and that has nothing to do badly with the, uh, the two different versions we've got of him in live. Oh no, he And that yeah. is, that's how we lost the director of, oh, he's back. Yay. We lost really? like the last five words. Oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I would just say, yeah, I, I feel like he's been sightlined a lot. And so, yeah. yeah, I agree. Definitely. You know, you make a good point. He's like the Captain America of the X-Men team. In, in a similar vein, Derek, I feel like you're the Captain America of this team. And you are the leader that we can trust to carry us forward. And right now, what this segment needs is some forward momentum into Jesus. So why don't you, why don't you, Captain America, your way and, and lead us all into the glory of our faith point. Amen and amen. Okay. <laughs> With that transition, we'll go for it. So when we were I'm talking about this, great segues. that was awesome. Uh, we were talking about different characters and stuff, and there's so many characters. Um, for me, I, what kept came in, coming to mind uh, time after time was, team shows um, <laughs> um, i love shows that feature teams and it's hard to do well um where you can really highlight each member of the team but when it's done well uh it makes a show so much better and it highlights the need that we all have uh, one of the things i love about for example the x-men growing up was you had a bunch of different people coming together um, who had different powers different backgrounds but they're trying to fight for a similar cause and um they found safety and their team where they can grow together and live together and um, kind of use that to help other people. And so our faith point we're talking about is just the need that we all have for community. We all need a team. And uh, so often I think, uh, especially after going through difficult years or whatever, it's a good reminder that we all need community. And when we don't have it, um, we start to lose a little bit of ourselves and we start to lose that connection. That's so important. I think, Believers, Christians especially need community uh, because sometimes it's hard to live following God um, without having positive people around you to cheer you on when you're doing great and to possibly challenge you when you need kind of a check. Um, there's a great passage in the Bible, Hebrews 10, 24 to 25, and says, let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Um, so the Bible says it's important we were made for community and we need community, um, A, so we can keep each other accountable, so we can make sure that we are following the right paths, but so we can truly reflect God um, to others. So what do you guys think about the idea about being part of a team, being part of a community, uh, and especially after you know going through um, the pandemic and all that stuff that we've seen? Um, what do you guys see as the importance of community? I want to throw this in the dark, but like when you self-isolate yourself, that's when the enemy really like gets in your head. You start getting in your own thoughts. Like, but once you have those people around you, you have people that can lift you up while you're down and then even, you know, be there not only on the good times, but in the bad times. Yeah. Which is when we need community the most. So. I agree completely. Um, 
it's funny actually one of the things that i do for for my church other than, than being the youth and young adult pastor is i handle their social media uh completely so um you know we record on saturdays and so tomorrow we have church and you know, most, uh, most churches are included on Saturday. We post something inviting people to church on Sunday, like, Hey, we can't wait to get together or that kind of thing. Right. And, uh, today's graphic, uh, that is getting posted in 16 minutes ago. Uh, it was scheduled. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> is a, a, uh, just a very simple, uh, community greater than symbol. And then everything that community is the whole point. Right. And when I posted it, I was like, well, maybe not better than Jesus, but, um, <laughs> but community is so important. It's, it's like you said, we, we were made for community. We were made for relationship. I always bring this up when I'm talking to our kids, like, like God created Adam and Eve, and then he walked with them in the garden, shoulder to shoulder. He spent time with them. He, he, he walked with them. He built relationship with them. He didn't, he didn't create us to, to just be subservient uh, creatures that, that never interacted, never talked with him, never spent time with him. He values quality time and proximity and, and wants to be with us more than anything. That's why he sent Christ to, to die for us and then to live in us, right? God is inside of us. He's always with us. And so uh, relationship and, and community are, are what it's all about. And especially in a time like the last year and some change that we've had now, uh, where there's so much isolation, where there's so much uh, pulling back from community, uh, things like this are, are really important. If we can't come together in the same house or in the same building, um, at least this, at least we have something, you know, uh, for some people that's enough. For some people it's not. We all need varying amounts of community. But the one thing that is true for everyone is regardless of whether uh, a conference call is enough for one person or another, we all still need that community. We all still need that relationship. And I remember, especially halfway through like 2020, a lot of people were making jokes like, man, I wish I was an introvert, you know, because then nothing would have changed, you know, in, in pandemic and isolation. And it's like, I don't know a single introvert that hasn't struggled or to not use weird double negatives. Every introvert I know has struggled with the isolation, right? Because ultimately, even if we recharge and we get our energy from being alone, we still need that human contact because we are still created for it. So now I'm going to step off my soap, soapbox. I'm actually this tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think about how, um, especially uh, in modern day, uh, the community, the people that really like the things that we're talking about with, you know, comics and and superhero movies and and that kind of thing that uh is really popular in the media i mean even before it was popular there was anyone who liked that kind of stuff would when they found each other to be like oh i found my tribe or, or mm. like there was a really tight-knit community that has only just grown um over the years around this common interest and you see that in a lot of other things as well in pop culture um, and you think about how strong those relationships are and how strong those communities are and how important they are to other people. And knowing, you know, that I'm part of a community of believers, of brothers and sisters, followers of Christ, and just how edifying it has been and how, um, like, people are pointing me towards the things of God 
and but there's like it's not just a matter of teaching it's a matter of through relationship through action and acting it out and that kind of thing like that's been extremely important in my life and like if people who like these kind of pop culture things value the community that they get out of that I know that I do I mean I'm part of that same community um there's so much more that that comes out of a community of of fellow believers and and the things that uh come out of those conversations um not everything is uh super deep conversations but having that connection uh allows you to have those kinds of conversations and to continue to edify yourself like it it says in the bible like there's a reason that we don't stop meeting with one another because we were made for a relationship like john was saying like even before there was people all over the world there was relationship in the garden of eden definitely thank you for sharing yeah it's a We can keep beating the same drum, but you know it's it's ultimately that's that's what it's about. Brian, do you have anything you would like to add to this discussion? I was just gonna say I liked superheroes before it was cool. (laughs) Fair enough. enough. You're in the right community here. (laughs) You are. We we embrace and accept you, but we embrace you from a distance, not because of the pandemic, but because you live in another state now. But you're still part of our community. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, thank you all for your wonderful thoughts. Does anyone have anything they would like to tack on before we uh, close out for the week? All right. Well, thank you all for being here. Thank you for watching. I want to say a special thanks to Breon Smith, Hannah Wyand, and Derek Whitmore. Um, I don't know why I am the way that I am. <laughs> but you're but still part you of our putting team. up with us week after week after week. We enjoy interacting with you and getting to share our thoughts with you. If you want to interact with us and talk with us, remember you can visit our Discord channel where the idea for this segment came out of. And I wasn't just joking about Derek and Brian taking over the director's chair. That's what we're doing. We are the directors. I don't know why I said I don't know why I am the way that I am. Uh, anyway, so this has been a bit of a segment uh, that we are starting this series on. I'm, I'm watching Derek, and Derek looks like he's watching a train wreck. <laughs> Make it stop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this has been uh, sort of like a, a, a bringing back, resurrecting, if you will. Uh, a segment that we did a long time ago that we called director's chair, where we just kind of want to say, Hey, if we had the reins of this organization or this idea, if we had the resources, what would we do and how would it look? So I hope you enjoyed it. If you did uh, leave a like uh, a comment, if you're on one of the, the podcasting services, give it five stars or 10 fingers or whatever the rating scale is, wherever you're listening to let us know that you like the content so that we know to keep going with it. As always, we love you, but more importantly, God loves you, and we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> I know the, the way you're pouring it makes it sound like it's harder than coffee stuff. Anyone ask, this is coffee.
Okay, that's it. I felt like I had to do some hand motions in our game.